Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianyaj. It is a kind of special uh, day. Uh, it's not really a traditional Whoa. interview, yet, and you're also very special. Nice. Uh, we have Riley here from the Village Idiots, um, also who does the show live at the Roslyn on Facebook. Hi, Riley. Hey, how's it going? We also have Morgan here. Like, she's hiding in the she's corner. She's hiding, yeah. Um, so, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Uh, my name is Riley. I enjoy walks on the beach. Uh, <laughs> you know, fall's pretty cool, but summer's mainly the uh, the season of choice for me. Okay. Uh, I love rock and roll. I love music as a whole. I love local music. Uh, I don't know. What else do you want to know? <laughs> um, why do you like local music? Uh, when it comes down to like when it comes down to music, what's interesting is uh, I love all music, of course. So like we all grew up uh, being told who to idolize. Like we listen to the radio, we listen to the TV. I watched much music. I listened to ninety two City Fem, Power ninety seven, my whole life. Uh, and uh, I started to really realize I was I started to wonder why there was no Winnipeg acts. I started to wonder why like okay, all the best bands I guess aren't on from, aren't from Winnipeg. The odd one would be from Winnipeg, but it was yeah. so rare. Mm-hmm. Then they started having like class ofs every year, and they're like there were Winnipeg bands, and there was like class of two thousand four. 2005 and it was super cool and I was like this is awesome they're getting play and how my old are you bands, at this point probably like around 20 years old when they started doing the class ofs okay I first really got into to rock and roll at 18 years old. My buddy Dan Devane, who you know as well, mm-hmm. we just talked about that. And, and uh, he was like an amazing guitar player and got me into like Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. And I, so I went down like the, the rabbit hole of rock and roll in the world. And and then uh, then I don't know, it just it got to a point where, you know, what after another $50 T-shirt and $200 concert ticket and I don't know, just all the ridiculousness of idolizing people that you just don't know, don't see and you pay so much money for them. I just really got so uh, enveloped in uh, envelopes. I don't know. Envelope. Engulfed. Engulfed, yeah. Enveloped. <laughs> uh, enveloped. Uh, I got enveloped in it. I got, uh, you know, completely uh, enamored with local music. I would just start to go to shows and there were $5 and the energy. It's like all about that energy. Mm-hmm. And you just realize there's such amazing talent. They might not have the million dollar producers and they might not have not the... Not yet. Yeah, not yet. And they, the mixing and the mastering stage that everyone says is so important and local bands don't do. Like, it's like when you look through like a lot of that, that stuff, you just realize how amazing Winnipeg talent is and uh and then you could save a ton of money and just go out there and, and <laughs> embrace this local music it's amazing absolutely i totally agree with you obviously since i'm doing a show about <laughs> local music um are you musical yourself i am I, I i sing like i mean primarily i grew up singing in the shower singing in the car mm-hmm. haven't we all yeah then i just like picked up a guitar and taught myself how to play chords and everything so i can write songs and mm-hmm. sing songs i write a lot and uh so yeah i write and sing but it's just mainly a hobby for me do, it's do just you, love do you do you perform your your own stuff or uh, not really just at open mics and uh and okay. jam nights and stuff like that mm-hmm. like uh i definitely do that i love going up there and doing it and, and eventually at some point but i don't really have like aspirations further than just like doing it as a hobby and for like just the enjoyment of writing songs i love the creation of music i think mm-hmm. it's just so fun to sit down and write songs i absolutely, absolutely yeah, love it totally so um well, that's, that's fair um so you well then what got live at the roslyn started uh, so Alive at the Roslyn was probably like an idea that you know kind of started like 15 years ago when I first got into rock and roll. I just always wanted to be in like business. I have a BA in economics and it was just like my ideas. I would always like come up with stupid ideas or good ideas and maybe I was like drunk and just like talking about it like at late nights with friends and stuff. And then uh, I think the the idea always revolved around I always go out to like lounges and bars and stuff like that and I love watching live music and I think I'm just like a critic like anyone else. I would just like sit there looking at everything, analyzing everything, being like I would do this, I would do this, I would do 
this because I'm looking at a venue point of view for yeah. like where I like to go watch live music. Mm-hmm. And so just like it's like uh, the way I look at it is it's like an evolution over time. The idea is like an evolution over time, even though it kind of happened overnight. You know, the it actually happened last summer. Um, I moved into the Roslyn in the heart of the Osborne mm-hmm. Strip. And uh, me, me and my uh, my associate slash roommate, uh, Kevin Ripe, were kind of like the two main start, starting village idiots. And then, of course, we got Joey, Mike, and we got Morgan. Those are That's our Live at the Roslyn team. And we yep. got Paul and we got, uh, um, you know, and also we got James and Scott. Like, we have a big team now. But it really just started with him and I just being at the Roslyn last summer. And uh, we, we have so many musician friends that we've gained over the last 15 years, these local musicians that we support. Mm-hmm. And that energy just like, you know, you, you become friends with all these musicians because you see them at the show so often yeah. and then all of a sudden now we live right in the, the heart of Oz, or the heart of Osborne in this amazing 110 year old building that's huge apartment and uh, we would just have people over all the time they would play songs like Jamie Buckborough from uh, Honey Sliders Kevin Hogg from Bright Righteous Bobby DeJarlis from Attica Rides we'd just be like sitting there you know, drunk. I guess, you know, <laughs> think about that. That's a current, that's a common theme with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd be sitting there drinking coffee and uh, like the high wee hours life. of the night, high on life. And, uh, and we would be like sitting there like blown away. We'd be like, this is amazing. Like, this is crazy. And we were like, people have to see this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, you go to their shows and like those, some of those guys, yeah, they're two, 300 people at their shows, of course, like for the bigger bands. But some of the other ones, you go to these shows, there's like 30, 50 people. That would always stand out. So coupled with the fact I would look at radio, TV, the politics of all that, of who we see, why we're seeing it, why do we idolize those people? Then I saw Facebook Live. So I mm-hmm. had the idea of, uh, of Live at the Roslyn. That, yeah. that was just the thing that I came up with. Uh, I think Kevin was talking to our buddy Sid about making a mural on our wall anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I saw Facebook Live last summer. I was seeing all of a sudden these notifications pop up of live. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I'm like, because all I would do is I would record a video and then post it. Yeah. But now it's like live. I'm like, why would I care to see live? I just thought it was so weird at first. Yeah, it's it's it is a, a weird, unusual experience. You're like, well, I don't care what you're doing yeah, right now. Like right but... now, like I'm sitting here having my own fun. <laughs> yeah. Why do I care about what you're doing live? But then, like as as time went, then it was just like one of those aha moments. Like you're looking at live at the Roslyn idea. You're thinking about the music industry. Then you're thinking of having a venue. Mm-hmm. Then it was just like, holy crap we could just like have a uh, we could just have a venue in our living room so we can we're already a venue because all these people are playing here mm-hmm. what if we just went live so everybody else at home because we can't have everybody else in our living yeah, room absolutely. like everybody else at home can watch it then we're like wait a second this is like cable tv idea this is just okay is this how sched- tv started it's, yeah. <laughs> and then uh you know people and then it's just like all of a sudden the idea uh, transformed to the fact where we were like okay we're gonna have a band play in our living room mm-hmm. and but the thing is is i'm gonna create an event on facebook and i'm gonna advertise for it like everybody does for a regular venue yeah but i'm like we're going to say, but you can watch it from the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy Scott, I was telling him all about this. We were recording music. And my buddy Scott Miller from Summer Dwellers was like, he's like, November 2nd, uh, Wednesday. Do a Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Nobody has anything to do Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Yeah. He's like, don't do it at any other time. Don't do it on a weekend. Do it Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Where everybody's just sitting at home, bored out of their brains. Yeah. And, uh, and then he just said, like, let's just do it November 2nd. And then last year, November 2nd, I just, like, created an event. I didn't even have a page. Didn't even create the Village Idiots page. But I came up with the Village Idiots name. We loved that. Yeah. And uh, and then we just created the event and just did it. It's like the example of if you if you build it, they will come type thing. It was like, 
um, we just did it. And the first episode, I'm, I talk a lot, obviously you'll tell. And uh, but the first episode, it was all about uh, about the bands. We were yeah. like, we're just going to showcase three songs in our living room. I'm not going to say a word. We're going to interview the band, mm-hmm. you know, quick. But Very then I'm just not going to talk. And yeah. And I'm doing it with an iPhone 6. And I'm standing behind the iPhone 6 reading all the comments. And, uh, and I'm like laughing at the comments and stuff. And I thought, this is super cool. I'm watching through my phone as a band is playing right in front of me in my living room. And I'm yeah. just reading the comments. Mm-hmm. And then like by the, the first episode, I might have read a couple comments like okay it was pretty funny i gotta read this to the band yeah then next thing you know we'd i'd watch the playback and i'd be like this is super cool we can not only have bands play in our living room but we can actually read the comments that people are saying live to the band as they say them Mm -hmm. and then you start to realize people are from around the world commenting like yeah people will have their parents like out in nova scotia who never get to see their kids play Mm -hmm. and they will comment and i'll just be like wow this is amazing that is insane when you when you really think about it it, you got such a positive reaction almost immediately um because suddenly i was just like on my facebook i'm just seeing village idiots like everywhere and i'm like where did this come from? And then, uh, and then, which police did a, a yeah. episode with you guys? And I came down and I got to see it. And it's it's a very fun environment and very loud. And it's, everything's happening around you. Yeah, it's really impressive just how quickly it's, um, I guess, re- re- achieved success. Yeah. What, um, what a lot of people realize is that it is born out of the love for music first and foremost. And so many people love music. Yeah. It, now it's just a matter of the evolution of music into digital times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's essentially into the new world that we live in. How do you get your music? Yes. Is it radio? Is it TV? Do you read a newspaper, then go buy an album? It's actually like internet-based. Mm-hmm. And that's where really the, the uh, um, I wouldn't say genius of it. Um, it was like accidental genius of it. Yeah. That's what a lot of people say. That's genius. How did nobody think about it? It's mm-hmm. just, just an accident. Today's day right. and age, people just want to stay at home. Mm-hmm. And they want to be told what to listen to. And they don't want to pay for it. They just, yet. Yet. Then when they see they like it, they'll go pay for it. Absolutely. So there was never a thought of putting this into a venue it was uh like you said that you had talked about it or thought about it briefly about ha- having live shows in a venue did you well, ever think about creating like a venue your, of your own and so what we realized yeah like we used to i used to always want to have a bar i used to always like dream about getting a bar and then all these ideas that i would have and have a bar what i realized is that um you can actually make money out of the venue being your living room like you can get sponsorship you can get advertising like the sky's the limit for what we can do we're yeah. not quite there yet you know we have torque as our official beer of live of the rosin we have new burgers like is feeding us and all the bands and they're going to be giving out gift cards to people we have wheeler in the morning for 92 as a sponsor so really we, yeah so we do actually have sponsors um it's uh so we haven't nest, you know particularly monetized it yet per se um but the idea is like when you go to a bar so bar, bars, uh, you know, I'm not trying to trash any bars. I work with a lot of bars, but bars are all about beer sales. Absolutely. So the success yeah. of a show is based on beer sales. It's very interesting. If you really understand the way that rock shows are, uh, it's very unfortunate for local artists in a lot of ways sometimes. Mm-hmm. From an exposure point of view, you're not going to get necessarily tons of people watching. Yeah. And uh, I never knew of the Middle Coast. I never knew of the Middle Coast until they reached out to me to be on Live at the Rosalind. Really? So I never heard of the Middle Coast. And uh, they ended up being our finale. And the Middle Coast are absolutely amazing. Fantastic. Like, I love They're like them. out of this world, like so good. And everybody was like, they watched our show. And I, like, I'm telling you, 
nobody I knew knew the middle coast. I don't know what world I was living in. Really? But there's like 700 bands in Winnipeg. I found that out from uh, the girls at Manitoba Music, Lisa and Rachel, went out for lunch with them and they were telling me 700 bands in music about 700 bands in Winnipeg. Um, how do you possibly know 700 bands? And yeah. you only know the bands that are in your world. You have to know somebody. You have mm-hmm. to just be around this world. So I, even though I might have known 100 bands, I didn't know what the 600 bands. That's insane. And right now in the season two, I thought we got all the best bands out of the way in season one. I was like, how the heck are we going to go into season two? We did 25 episodes in season one. I was like, how are we going to do this? And I was completely wrong. Like, There's an unlimited resource of bands. And bands like the Middle Coast, what I say about Live at the Roslyn and what I'm super proud about the most, and I know Kevin would say this too, um, is that we're creating a platform for free for people to um, discover these bands. Like you, Middle Coast had 18,000 views on the show. You know, so many people didn't know them. Now, if you see the Middle Coast are playing somewhere and you're there or mm-hmm. you want to go out that night, now you're going to go see them. But yeah. if you see a poster that says the Middle Coast are playing, you've never heard of them in your life. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not just going to yeah. go to see Absolutely. them. So that's the that's like the responsibility of media. So you do a great job of that with Winnipeg Music Project and UMFM does a great job. And of course, some other stations. Um, but where's the media source that, that hits like a mass, mass exposure? Absolutely. And that's where I realized yeah. I was like Facebook. I was like 90% of people probably that I know use Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's like where the medium where people can see these bands, then Give them a chance to idolize the bands. That's interesting. Um, I have a couple of things I want to say about that, and I don't want to forget them. Um, so I know that a lot of younger kids aren't getting Facebook accounts. Um, how are you going? Are you going to try to um, get that demographic? It's actually funny. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, there must be a Facebook alternative. Why mm-hmm. don't they create like a Facebook for kids, like a Facebook Snapchat? Like, yes, yeah, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Oh no, ge- genuinely, that, that's the, that's the cool thing now. Uh, and YouTube. Yeah, like, really, all kids. Yeah. Just, well, and that's that's cool. Like uh, we have. Diversified to YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, we're creating a website right now. So we're in the stage Ooh. right now of creating a website. So everything from a platform point of view is going to be going to our website. So everything from Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, we're going to feed to a website so mm-hmm. that people uh, who don't utilize Facebook, because I just know people that don't, aren't on Facebook, yeah. and they're like, yeah, like I hear I heard you do a show and everything, but <laughs> never seen it. Yeah, everyone's on Facebook is like, okay, my feed is like ridiculously filled with your stuff. Everyone's sharing it everywhere and everything, but. Um, I don't know. That's very interesting. I mean, when we first started Live at the Roslyn, we never figured we would actually do more than like a few episodes with our friends. Yeah. Now we're in like now season you're a business. two. We just spent like $5,000 in in, uh, in technology trying to make it like wow. a TV studio. And like, it's like the most frustrating thing. A lot of people don't realize, even though we started by just pressing play like on an iPhone 6 or pressing record on an iPhone 6, it we've put hours, like hundreds of hours behind the scenes that people aren't aware of like mm-hmm. our show is not easy it's very stressful it's like you're in a tv studio and you're using all this imperfect technology like internet like all these things that can go facebook live is so inconsistent there's so many issues right but we're, we got all this technology but um when nobody else can teach us how to use it in winnipeg uh because nobody else streams like live consistently shows and, yeah. like web series like and they don't use this equipment we're buying all this equipment from out of, out of the out of town and you're trying to call for support and oh it's so frustrating right now just for mm-hmm. november 1st trying to get i don't even know if we're going to be we're not going to be probably using our all of our equipment yet just by that yet, point yeah. but like every day right now we're focused on mm-hmm. she knows how much stressed i am right now we put eight hours in and you learn uh how to oh you should have just turned this on like at the end you learn one <laughs> thing oh perfect after yeah, eight so hours people who are watching and should watch every 
week, um, we'll see a progression of the quality of oh, all the new equipment you'll be it's able like to dramat- use. It's dramatically different. Just watch episode one last year. It's hilarious. It mm-hmm. was vertical, the phone. Facebook Live <laughs> couldn't do horizontal. Really? So I couldn't hold my... I was tr- And I tested way before the band showed up. I could not get it uh, horizontal, the phone. Yeah. And I Googled it and everything. Can you do horizontal Facebook oh, Live? And at the time, you couldn't. Then by the second episode, now you could do horizontal. Wow. It's just crazy. And so the band was like squeezed into this vertical frame. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just me holding it. It's actually up against needle nose pliers. Like on a, my really? photos. Yeah, up against needle nose pliers <laughs> that I like fashioned up. Just like handmade, yeah. truly DIY. So we got to play some music though. Um, sure. uh, Cause we can promote some of the bands. So we're going to be playing uh, a song from each of the, the upcoming eight shows you guys have planned. Yeah. Um, wh- what was your, really quickly, what was your kind of like choosing factor with who you wanted to be on the show? So when it comes down to that, we, uh, we want diversity for sure. We want diversity of genres. We want, uh, you know, we want a diversity in, in every single way, of course. Like, uh, you know, uh, we want male representation as well as female representation. We do want <laughs> hip hop groups, rap groups, um, rock and roll punk. It's not about our favorite 25. Yeah. It's about narrowing it down based on the responsibility we have to the Winnipeg public. Yeah. Now, people have stuff to submit to say they want to be on the show, so I can't just choose all the bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it just came down to, yeah, that's what I would say, diversity um, and our team, who they wanted, who their favorite bands were, mm-hmm. and just like realizing new talents. So the first yeah. one that we have is, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, you know, one of the most uh, amazing woman-led groups that I had ever seen, that I saw at Folk Fest and I saw at uh, um, Festival de Voyageurs and Sweet Alibi, I just think is like an amazing show to kick off. Mm-hmm. They're, they're such a great band and yeah. they're one of the, like, the bigger names in Winnipeg. Like, they're one of the first bands I was aware of locally because uh, oh, really? they were working so hard and like you could just see on Facebook and all of their gigs that they were doing. I think that's a really great choice to start with. Um, and what's exciting is that you only have, only right now have the first eight planned. Yeah. So people who are listening and even people who are listening right now who would be interested in um, being on the on the live show they still have the opportunity to message you to try to be in season two and if not maybe even season three fingers crossed yeah totally yeah Yeah, we keep a running list we have all the messages there we appreciate them all and uh, we respond to them all right away Mm -hmm. just go on Facebook at we are the village idiots for all of the stuff we're talking about but if you want to submit just send us a message yeah and if you're listening to the podcast I will include links to all of the social medias where you can contact them if you are interested in being part of the village idiot family at live with Rosalind so we're going to start with sweet alibi and then we'll sneak into the the Bloody Historians, uh, which is a great... And that will be our second episode, The Bloody Historians. So first one, Sweet Alibi, second Bloody Historians. Mm-hmm. They've actually been on the show as well, So, and I will link to the previous interview with them um, on the podcast. But now you are listening to... Well, you, right now you are listening to um, The Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bionyaj. I'm here with Riley um, from The Village Idiots. Uh, make sure you tune in to Live at the Roslyn on November 1st. We will be right back after some tunes, and we're going to start with... Um, what are we starting with? Uh, middle Grounds by <laughs> Sweet Alibi. <laughs> I don't want legs, I want more 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyaj. I'm here with Riley from the Village Idiots. Um promoting the Live at the Roslyn, which is starting on November 1st for Season 2, which is very, very, very exciting. Right? Is it? Isn't it? Yes, uh, no? November, yeah, November 1st, super yep. exciting. Yes, it is exciting. <laughs> you seem so serious. I'm like, <laughs> is it not exciting? Um, so uh, we just finished listening to Sweet Alibi's Mil- Middle Ground and uh, The Bloody Historian's Militant Men, which are the first two shows which first will be... Premiering on November first, and then whatever they the next November date eight eight that's right <laughs> math is hard plus seven. Um, but next will be Bull Rider. Um, there's uh, who is Bull Rider? Uh, Bull Rider. I, well, Bull Rider is uh, uh, the singer is is Bobby Desjardins from Attica Riots, and oh, that's, that's the right. secondary band Bull Rider. I've actually met him. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then um, Roman Clark was from the Middle Coast. And then Roman Clark is a drummer singer from the middle coast it's one of the most amazing singers he's like 21 years old this guy's gonna be like an absolute superstar it's insane it's his ridiculous voice. like, like mm-hmm. like their their album from middle coast and actually his album um is yeah phenomenal but what's crazy about it is that their live shows are just 10 times better so that makes sense that they would they're gonna be on this live show um because you can just see how fantastic they are their, their sound just like fills the room yeah. and it just like Embodies and they're, you. They're in the middle coast, like three piece. <laughs> yeah, and they all harmonize so each other. Good. And yeah. I actually asked them why they decided to do so much harmony. And you're like, well, that's because what make, makes like the most money, and people pay attention to that. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you want to make money or be successful, harmonize, I guess. Um, I would love to talk to you more about everything, but I really want to play all this music. So, um, everyone, we're just going to go right back into it, actually. So, and now we're listening to "Curious" uh, by Bull Rider. Maybe. <laughs> Oh uh-huh. 
A better head on my shoulders Maybe I'll never have A better head when I'm older Taking my time just Making some bad decisions Living my life but Fearing my inhibitions I'm gonna be waiting Everybody gonna be waiting Back on the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianyaj with Riley from the Village Idiots promoting the Live at the Roslyn show, which is having a season two starting November 1st, which is very, very, very exciting. Where did the name Village Idiots come from? Uh, I was like just sitting at Carlos and Murphy's um, just with a bunch of people and typical uh, drunk or drinking. No, I was kidding. Uh, just like, you know, having a few drinks and like just discussing things. And I would always just be talking to all the different musicians about all the different ideas. And uh, and then it was just one of those, like, it just hit me. The, the, like we're in the Osborne Village mm-hmm. and the Village Idiots is just what everything about what the words Village Idiots means. It's okay. like about the fringe of society. It's about the people that, you know, there's, it's like the... Uh, 
um, the people that aren't accepted in society or they're the outcast or they're a little bit different. They're the ah. freaks. They're the, that's the idea of village idiots because that's what a village idiot is in a society. That was the idea of it. So what it meant was we're going to wear that on our shoulders. And in fact, we're going to wear it on our shirts. Like you got a shirt. Yeah, I have a shirt. I should have worn it today. And that was the idea. I am a village idiot. So what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're wearing it proudly. Everybody else in the society, everybody else in the world could call you a freak. They can, they can make fun of you. They can not accept you or whatever, but you're just going to sit there and say, nah, yeah. I'm good with that. It's all good. And what's really interesting is like with the whole idea with the village idiot, everyone knows who the village idiot is and just for being themselves, right? Yeah. And I think it to be kind of lame about it, but it's encouraging the person or the, the that person or the individual to be themselves and to be um, to embrace what they do best. Totally. Maybe it's being an idiot, maybe it's their music, and people will know you for that. And I yeah. think I think now knowing you're kind of behind the scenes with that, that's really And that is really what it's about. There's it's way more than just to name the village idiots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about love. It's about being yourself. Yeah. It's about being so true to who you are and not uh, apologizing for it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, completely embracing who you are and just go go out there and do it. Your, everybody's mm-hmm. happiness is going to be derived through That's that wonderful. exact fact. That's so magical. I love <laughs> it. Uh, who would have thought, right? Who would have thought the village idiot had like a had so many layers, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to jump back into to music in just a little bit. Um, Week five, I guess, of um, this season is going to be Jeremy had uh, and the delicious ha- delicious hounds. I don't know why Jeremy are. and the delicious hounds. Or Jeremy, yes. if he's Jeremy, right? yeah, and the or Jeremy, hounds. I guess. I don't know. Uh, hey. I'm not very French. Um, <laughs> uh, we were talking just now uh, while the music was playing about how you got them on the show. Can you retell that story for everyone who's listening? Yeah, Joey Sen from J Sen Photography is our uh, the one and only. <laughs> the one and only is uh, the photographer of our show. And uh, when it comes down to bands, I ask everybody their wish list of bands that they'd like to see on the show. And this was very high on her list last year, and then very high on her list this year. And uh, we just reached out to them and said, "Hey, would you like to do it?" And they said yes. Like free promotion? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And you were just saying that you were you were looking them online and there was just French music. Yeah, so like I, I looked them up on YouTube and I was like, well, she loves them. I'm just going to check them out. And every single one of their videos are French. And I was like, that's super cool in a sense. I had no idea. I just messaged Joy. I was like, it's not like it's a problem or anything, but are they a French band? I didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. And she said they released one album French and one album English mm-hmm. So they, at the same time. So that's so cool. I was like, that just is amazing. We're going to have a... A French, know, a French a and French. an English band doing a mixed show. Mm, and there's there's so many artists like that in um, in Winnipeg. And I didn't even realize how big it was until I started interviewing local artists who are uh, franglais or uh, francophone. And especially in that community, there's so many of them. But they're all just like, they just thrive on each other. It's like country music. Yeah, you might totally. not know who anyone is, but like if you, like, there can be huge in those, uh, in the uh, country, com- I guess, community. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scene? Scene. There scene, you go. There we go. Uh, we're also going to listen to Deep Dark Cave. They've actually been on the show um, as well. They were at the United Fiverr two years ago now. When you were uh, on that, when, weren't you? <laughs> when I oh. was on Yeah, actually, Middle Coast was there too, which is crazy. Um, they're, the, they're the winners um, for that year, which was insane. They just blew everyone out of the water. Nice. <laughs> like, I'm just a little singer-songwriter. <laughs> I'm like, this is my music. Uh, it's my second show. Uh, but Deep Dark Cave was great. They came on. They're so much fun. They, they, they are kind of like a recycled band, a bunch of 
previous yeah from Floor bands 13 and, well they're mm-hmm. they're born out of the ashes of Floor 13 and cause yeah. the singer is the singer of the band called snake oil which is killer he actually is in like plays all like he was just in jesus christ superstar in alberta he what? does plays everywhere but he was a finalist on canadian idol a lot of people don't realize but he was actually on the big tv show where he had the numbers across the screen like 10 years ago he was one of like the top 10 in canadian idol really yeah. i didn't know that that's insane so he, his band was Floor 13 and mm-hmm. then he was on canadian idol and he made it near the end mm-hmm. and uh, so we were big fans of Floor 13 when we were younger we yeah. loved Floor 13 yeah I don't know, Deep Rock Haven. It's just, it's just, that's also so exciting because yeah. Winnipeg local bands are all like interweed and they all work together and they're all part of something. Um, so we'll listen to them as well. Uh, we'll also pop in a third a third song just because um, for time. And I still want to talk to you about everything at the end. It's not going to just be music, everyone who's yeah. listening. And I'll like a radio show just about music. That's so weird. That's weird. Um, so Jason Kirkness. Yeah. He's a country fella. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Jason Kirkness uh, is actually, uh, well, he's not defined by this, but he's the weekend bartender at Carlos and Murphy's. And uh, <laughs> everything just revolves around drinking with me. What the heck? Um, but anyway, uh, so we have just having all these shots and everything with him one day and didn't even realize it at all. Then one day he's like touring Canada, doing all these radio shows mm-hmm. everywhere on Facebook Live. And I was like, oh, by like, Carlos Murphy's bartender is like yeah. a country star. I think the song you're about to play has like 150,000 views on YouTube. Probably. And I was like, I had no idea. So that's Jason Kirkness. So we needed some yeah. country mm-hmm. and uh, he was our guy. He's an amazing, that's, amazing guy. It, like I was saying, like, that's so crazy how like some music scenes are just like so wonderfully just like em- packaged up by themselves. And yeah. if, you, if you aren't getting involved in that, um, you probably never experience it. And that's another great thing about the, the Live at the Roslyn. So everyone needs to tune in to Live at the Roslyn. Um, it's November 1st is the first episode of season yeah, two. At We Are The Village Idiots on Facebook. Just yes. go to that, like our page and watch it. We go live right on that page yeah. for free for everyone. So make sure you like their page. I will also include links on the podcast so you can find them so you can like them. I will also be sharing every episode on the Winnipeg Music Project so you will also probably get notifications as well. <laughs> uh, but you should also like them and make sure you watch every single episode. So this is Ashley Vignage from the Winnipeg Music Project. I'm here with Riley from the Village Idiots promoting the live at the Roslyn. We're going to take a, another short little break and listen to some more music. And this is Jeremy and the Delicious Hounds um, back on my roll. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> To my local spot, knowing this day will be the day I'll beat the house and flip the pot. Lady Luck is on my side. She'll meet me there, just a matter of time. I can feel it. She'll meet me there, just a matter of time. Oh, I know that she'll show. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'll make things right for all my trouble Don't you worry I'll get back on my road Please believe me I'll get back on my road That time again It's the first of the month I owe the man I lost it all She didn't show She stood me up What will I do? Will I do? Could try again. I might just win. And all my pain and suffering. And my pain and suffering. I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'll make things right for all my trouble. Don't you worry. I'll get back on my road. 
got a little crazy in those eyes. That's what I like. Sipping on Jack D, leaning up on me, call me honey, I don't mind. If you get a little wild. Come on, you know that you want to. Give me some of that whiskey kiss. Just one hit on my lips. I'll drink you up all night. Give me some of that Dixie twist. Shake them hips, don't you quit. Too much ain't never gonna be enough. Give me some of that Making you frisky, that's alright It's my kind of night Baby, I'm into butterfly tattoos Maybe I want you, I can't lie You know what's on my mind I'm thinking, girl, that you need to Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. Uh, we were super involved in a conversation about uh, women in the music scene. <laughs> we didn't. I was uh, my fault. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, the song was almost done. Like I saw, I'm like, oh yeah, we have a minute left, and then we were, got really involved in um, this last song we're going to listen to, and I just totally forgot. So anyway, not that you care because we, we caught it. We caught it. We caught it. So this is a Winnipeg Music Project. I'm Ashley Binge. I'm here with Riley from the Village Idiots, um, promoting the Live at the Roslyn season two, which season two. starts November first, and it's a great show because it's live, live musicians, which is really what music should be, how, how music should be, and was traditionally experienced um, before the wave of internet and people just expect all this recording, but people could yeah. hear the music live. You get to see it from the comfort of your own from home. From the comfort of your own home, and that's the key. Just go to our site. We are the Village Idiots on Facebook. You mm-hmm. just watch local <clears throat> artists from your own home on your phone on your computer. Simple yeah, as that, and it's free. Turn for it everybody. on. Maybe just even have it in the background while you're doing your yeah. homework and study 
partying or you know hanging out with friends or cuddling with that significant other of yours, whatever you want to do. Uh, I don't, depending on the the artist. And you can also watch it recorded too. Like That's uh, true. most of our views actually come recorded. So you, it's Wednesdays at eight o'clock till nine o'clock. Yeah. It's one hour episodes, mm-hmm. but it just posts straight away. You can go back and watch all twenty five episodes from last year. That's right. We've also done sunroom sessions with thirty three singer songwriters. They're all on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We're representing all Winnipeg artists in, in in many ways. You don't have to watch it live, but live is just fun. That's right. So if you are a Thursday night doing your homework, um, yeah. or even tonight, <laughs> and you don't have, you need some long music, and you're like, oh man, I can't afford that five dollar. Yeah. Cover. Just go on to the, the Village Idiots and full sets. Uh, great atmosphere. Uh, Riley's there, usually in shorts. Yeah, usually uh, in shorts. <laughs> I wore pants today, which is crazy. Yeah, well, it's also very cold outside. Well, um, no? Well, I mean, <laughs> as a Canadian, I guess one could argue. Yeah, exactly. But based on like the weather we've been having, it's been quite shocking how yeah. chilly it is. Um, we do have to wrap up the show, though, unfortunately. We would only have an hour, and it's been so much fun having you on here. Um, I would love to have you back, and I said this earlier, to talk about like the business side of um, the music community, just because you said you have a degree in business or economics, and um, you kind of have that, you can, you can kind of understand that, and it's been working really well with you for the Village Idiots, and I think it'd be really great for listeners to um, uh, just hear from people f- from the, those those point of views rather than just a musician's point of view and not that you're saying that you're not you, you do do your own music but you do have a very thorough understanding i was thinking of doing something like that for the one Music project like once a once a month having someone from not just a musician maybe like uh, producers or um so if that's something you guys are interested in um people who are listening uh let me know on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Winnipeg Music Project. Um, uh, let me know if that's a good idea. If you would like to hear from the behind-the-scenes people um, and how to make your music more effective. Anyway, uh, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to listen to Sons of York. That they are the last uh, band. They're going to be week eight, December twentieth. Season yeah, two. They'll be live at the Roslyn. That's great that you know all the dates. Um, <laughs> that makes it easier. We're going to listen to their song every other weekend. Can you tell us a little bit about that band while I cue that up? Yeah, Sons of York is a band that broke up, I think, like a few years ago, three to five years ago now. They're a very popular Winnipeg band. Uh, they're very eclectic. They're actually awesome. Check them out. They're one of, I think one of them lives in Calgary. It might be the singer, and they're flying in for an Oh, they're not release. all Winnipeg? No, we can't play No, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're all from Winnipeg, but <laughs> yeah. he's living in Calgary, and I don't know if he's moving back or what, yeah. but he's coming back for the show. Dedication. That's yeah. <laughs> just how great the show is. They yeah, come, exactly. People come into Winnipeg Yeah, they're flying play. in for it. No yeah, biggie. no big deal. So thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a wonderful hour. Thanks for having I me. I really enjoyed this. You can come back anytime and promote more stuff. Everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM. If you missed the first half of this interview or you'd like to hear more, you can go to www.winnipegmusicproject.com and find the full podcast that's free for download. You can also find it on Google Play and on iTunes or all this, the list and all the music we played is available to you. I will also include links to all of the band's social media so you can find them and promote them even further if you are not if you forget to go to the live at the Rose, which you always just watch later. They won't forget. Though. No, you, no not one gonna, forgets. Forget. No, I won't let you if you follow yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg Music Project <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on any social media. Uh, so now we're listening to Sons of York every other weekend. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll hear, see you next week for the monthly music wrap up October Scary Edition. Just kidding. I don't know if it's going to be scary. But uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on When you realize